Yo, 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 yo. What's happening? Thoughts and players. What it do? Episode 17. Already. I think, man. It's been going by too fast. It's your host, Jared Farr. And Arthur Dominguez. And we got a guest in the house. Our man, Gilbert. What up? What up, what up? This is cool for a couple of reasons. Because, for one, we're in Gilbert's studio. Gilbert has a little podcast studio of his own. He has a podcast called The Gin Podcast that we'll have a link to in the description. Um, so y'all can go check that out. And you just basically interview like, so far it's been a lot of your friends, right? Yeah. So most of it's been my friends, uh, but I kind of, man, I think at the beginning spring, I kind of reached out to different people around San Antonio, musicians, painters, bodybuilders, not bodybuilders. I would say like people that lift weights, mm-hmm. give everybody that spotlight because San Antonio is weird when it comes to the creative uh, scene. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, 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 uh, underrated for sure. I think that's the best word to put. Especially when you go into Houston, Dallas, there's a lot more um, there's a lot more people that are doing same things that we're doing, but it doesn't get light shine on yeah. here. So I just trying to and I think collabing with other people too, and, and it's like everyone you know is trying to eat at the same time. It's that's a good thing too because a lot of people sometimes their egos are too high, too big, and like it's like they don't want to help the next man next to them. You know, they want to get ahead of them, and that's the thing though. It's like there's so much talent and there's so many people doing so many good things here in San Antonio. It's like it needs to get looked at and. And um, it's that's a good thing though, man, for sure. I feel like it's there needs to be more collaboration because I feel like yeah. individually a lot of people are doing things and creating stuff. Mm-hmm. Like me, I like creating things, but I don't know a lot of other people doing it. Yeah, you know, so it's almost like people are just kind of scared to, not scared, but they're just not really collaborating. No, I'll be the first to tell you, I was scared, man. I, <laughs> I was really, really scared. Yeah, and I think that just comes with my communication skills, man. I was horrible. Uh, I think that's why it took so long for me to kind of reach out because in the spring, that's when I kind of went full force. I I started actually getting guests around November uh, 2020, but when it kind of switched my mind, I was just like, you know what, let me just jump off this imaginary cliff that Mm -hmm. I've been doing. And I just started reaching out. I mean, y'all are familiar with podcasts. There's kind of no monetary uh, money that goes into like podcasts. It's just like you kind of invite them and then they come over and then you just have a basic conversation. And that's the cool thing about podcasting is, is it's low overhead for sure. It's, it's, if you want to like get technical, there's a lot more stuff. But when it comes to guests, it's low overhead. So, yeah, fear was 100%. I was dogs. Yeah. I, was, I was scared. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. How was it um, from the jump? Like starting, what made you was like, you know what? I want to start a podcast. Was it something that was in the works or was something that you just felt like it was you wanted to try something new? So I've always wanted to uh, find a platform. I just didn't know how. And I think at the ending of 2019, I was, I, that kind of thought came in my head, like start a podcast. And then I reached out to my friends and some of them were down, some of them weren't. But then February came around and I, I got into a bad, huge breakup. So that kind of just went head on. And this was, uh, I had been with my ex-girlfriend for about three years now. Oh, dang. That- or three years in February of 2020. So been, it had been a while. So that happened. February, the next month, lockdown happened with the pandemic. So oh, it's like was, everything kind of just happened. Yeah, it was, it was like perfect timing uh, when it came to podcasting because I had more time, I had the resources. And not to sound like a dick, but I mean, when I say I had time, I, I didn't have a girlfriend. So it kind of just put <laughs> more time than I already <laughs> nah, had, facts, especially facts, when I had, yeah. uh, when it was the pandemic. So it kind of just went hand in hand. And man, I fell in love. It was, it took me about a good month where I was just, I just told myself, I said, I think I can really do this. Breaking out of the shell was kind of the hardest yeah. part, going back to like the fear part. But were you, yeah. have you been, would you consider yourself an extrovert or introvert? Uh, introvert for sure. Introvert. Yeah, yeah, man, I've been like that my whole life. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, people can tell you that I went to even Ron. I think we talked, we touched on it on um, our last podcast. Shout out to Ron. He, when we first worked at Apple in 2017, he was kind of the guy that showed me the ropes around mm-hmm. Apple. And he'll tell you right away, I was very timid. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like to talk to customers. Like I would just get the transaction done yeah, and that was just, it. Let's go. And when it comes to Apple, you have to like probe questions, kind of figure out what they're using their device for, like all these different things. And I was just the opposite. I was just like, nah, like here's your product. Let's get out. And he's the one that kind of told me like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta slow down. You gotta talk to these customers. Like, I know, I, I don't know how you've been in the past or with your previous jobs, but this is a kind of, you have to talk, you have to sue these customers. You have to get out of your shell. And that was one of the biggest like jobs that kind of took me out of my shell. And then Obviously, this. Yeah, I was I mean, gonna say you could even put the biggest extrovert in front of a mic, and yeah. it's it's just a different it's a different thing. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying and it just takes a lot of getting used to. Yeah, especially the more you do it, you know, it's it's easy, it's cake. But I feel like yeah, working at Apple, man, that was one job I didn't get to work, at, and I always wanted to work there. I just felt like it was cool. It was like yeah. a cool little, like a little cool vibe when working over there. Man, I'll tell you, uh, I thought it was the end all be all when I got hired. Coming from the south side of San Antonio, didn't have a lot of money. I think I, I think we we're getting paid, or I started off at sixteen bucks an hour. Coming from, I think it was like ten fifty. I used to work at Bush's Chicken oh, uh, for five years, so it was like a huge jump in pay. And I, I thought I made it. Honestly, I was just like, <laughs> yeah, this is it. Like, this is I'm going. This is this is it. Like, there's so many career paths you can go, and it just didn't end up that way. So but. that's how it was, man. Working at a restaurant. Working at a restaurant was my first job. I was a busser. And I can tell you right now, like, even though I was in high school, I just had no life for, like, my sophomore year to my junior year yeah, yeah. of high school. Like, literally, like, re- restaurants is a whole different world, too, for people who are servers right there, man. They're working. You don't leave those places till midnight, one in the morning. But by, and I, by that time, you just want to go home. You're tired. You just work the long ass shift. They teach you so many skills. Like, oh. I, didn't know how to, uh, I didn't know how to do dishes. Like, wash dishes. Mm-hmm. Did not know how to wash dishes. <laughs> I swear. I didn't know how to sweep. I didn't know how to mop. Yeah. I didn't know how to... Yeah, I just, I didn't know how. And that's kind of the things that the the restaurant business taught me was just learn how to wash dishes. And even now I talk to, I'm not going to put them on blast and say names, but even now some of them don't even know how to do laundry. Like the people oh, that yeah. I talk to, the no, people yeah. that like, that uh, I'm really close to, but yeah. Jared, man, when did you start doing laundry, bro? Probably last week. <laughs> <laughs> did my first load last week. Yeah, I just, I just started last week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, jobs, any job that you have to cater to a customer really teaches you a lot i feel like because i've always been an introvert myself i worked valet for a couple years at a resort and just being forced to be social does a lot for you so i'm I'm actually grateful like not 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 a great job but i'm grateful for the experience regardless yeah we i valet too me and arthur valet at one at one point same job yeah we we same company and then i see with the company you can valet different spots so we valet at some hotels but um at a hospital (laughs) <laughs> that was so shitty. Let me tell you right now, man. What, what stories we have over there? Valet at a hospital and the, the amount of old people. We Yo, I sat on the old man's piss one time, <laughs> <laughs> bro. No lie. And I was working that shift with him. And Arthur, Arthur gets in the car and uh, the? You, have to, you have to go parking in the lot, right? Yeah. He goes parks in the lot, comes walk. Run, Cause you got to run back. He was running back and. He's like, bro, I think my, my pants are wet. <laughs> so, no, I knew, bro. I was like, I what? I didn't even think you were there, actually. No, wait, wait, wait. Bro, I was there. Yeah, you're making shit up. It's okay. No, nah, you're some bullshit, bro. <laughs> so, I remember vividly. What happened was... Losing your memory. This guy pulls up, dude. His car is just a wreck. Like, stuff all over the dashboard. It's dented. Like, not, not a very good car. These but, people wouldn't even tip us, bro. <laughs> oh, you rarely I, get I, tips I, at that place. I don't mean to cut you off, but I didn't even know... 
a valet was at the hospital like I yeah. just <laughs> that's already weird right? yeah <laughs> we didn't know either right. too anyways <laughs> this dude pulls up he he's with a lady who i guess is i don't know if she was a family member or just someone who helped him out whatever but she i guess did i think it wasn't until after i had already sat down in his car where she turned around and she was like she already knew what happened like she knew she could have yeah. warned me and she didn't <laughs> she knew what had happened though and but it was too late like i literally sat down in this man's car seat because i was gonna go park his car yeah. wet just wet. <laughs> i'm trying to think of all the fucked up situations i had at a job i worked, I, at, I worked at a security service one time and i deposit someone's five thousand dollar check into another person's account oh shit yeah i was off by one number so it's like it's like a seven digit account number eight i don't remember that dude was and hella happy when he no got they didn't even notice so both ends didn't even notice oh, for real? yeah i didn't even notice until two hours after uh, it was like around lunchtime and we do, our security service does like a checks and balances, debits, credits type to make sure everything's aligned. And I was the only one that was off by five grand. And uh, <laughs> it just, I was just off by one number. So I had to call both customers and luckily they're just so just understanding because I know $5,000 in someone else's account is like people can get very, very... I would have cashed out yeah. real quick, bro. Yeah. That. That's crazy that it can happen that easy. Yeah, though, easy. One number. There's a... Uh, it's been many times. Like I'm not the only one. There's been yeah, larger. Yeah. I'm sure um, it happens a lot. Larger um, amounts of money that gets deposited, whether it's checks, cash, and yeah, yeah. man, that was that was. Oh, I was scared. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I had I had only been working there for about a month, and I was training for three weeks. So it only been week on <laughs> on, uh, on, on my own. So I was luckily Shit. it was at the beginning. Versus yeah, we had the all end, crazy but. jobs. I think probably one of my favorite jobs though was working at the movie theater. Tell you right now, working at the movies. Yo, that man, was clutch for me too. <laughs> I would pull up and get the 25 cent pop. How many jobs have y'all worked together? No, I didn't work there. Oh, you just got to take advantage of him. (laughs) You just used me for the free movies, bro. Bro, there was times where we would leave school and just have the whole theater to ourselves, bro. Like, that's crazy. It was some crazy stuff. But nah, movie theater, that was a fun job because really just chilled and watch movies for free. (laughs) Yo, I really contributed to him almost like not graduating because (laughs) we would. So I had eighth period off and. He had an English class or something. Yeah, shit, I had an extra period after school ended. <laughs> and we would literally make him skip so we could go to the movies and get his discount <laughs> like right after school. Yeah, and you were with it, right? Yeah, I was like, shit, <laughs> it I didn't take much convincing. Yeah. I was like, I'm actually down. I don't need to be in class today. <laughs> we'll just take off over there. But yeah, jobs are cool, man. Well, let's talk about CLB. Yeah, I want to get into that. Are you a Drake fan, Gilbert? I'm a, yeah, a huge Drake fan. Especially, I think... I don't know if it's just I get stuck in the past, but there's just like I think Thank Me Later is kind of one of the, the albums that I got. Thank Me Later and then uh So Far Gone? No, the one after that, Take Care was so, kind of the Oh, oh yeah. The, that, the only reason why is because man. That did something to us, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just love in general. Like it just all has to do with love. And when it when you when you're in high school and you have <laughs> girlfriends or you have just yeah, she, you Yo, just relate the, to a lot. All those captions. Yeah, that too. I can tell you right now. So I was in Dallas this past weekend. We were hanging out and we're at this restaurant. It's like a restaurant and it's like a bar at night type type deal, right? And it was, we were there probably like noon, just having some uh, brunch. And bro, this this place was playing Marvin's Room. Oh, <laughs> really? At brunch on a Sunday. Damn. <laughs> Someone was hurt. I was <laughs> like, bro, you imagine there's just a dude over there in the corner just, <laughs> just eating, eating his eggs. <laughs> Crying. Crying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, they're playing Marvin's Room right now. At, at, I'm with it, man. I was, I'm, what were um one thing on the, on the album? What was probably y'all's favorite song? Or I want to say favorite yeah, collab. Let's talk about, about Loverboy. F- favorite collab. On this new one? Mm-hmm. 
Who'd you like? Who's the, who's your favorite feature on the album? For me, it has to be Travis. I think that Fair Trade song was just fire, bro. Travis, Travis. I'm gonna go with Cuddy. Oh, that's a good I, one. I think I miss uh, I miss you too. Is probably my my. That one was surprising because Kid Cuddy used to hate Drake too. Yeah, and I think his his because he was on uh, Donda too. Yeah, with uh, with Kanye. Yeah. So and I feel like those two albums had the same features. So crazy because yeah. of Jay Z as well. I mean, uh, yeah. Love Travis. All, which was I love the intro of Love All with with Drake. I mean, Jay Z comes in and just does his thing. But yeah, I know Travis, Cuddy, Jay Z, we're all on. And there's probably more. No, there's more. There's Young Thug. Little, uh, there's little, little, yeah, baby, Young little Thug, baby, Little Baby. <laughs> they, they just basically got the same. They got the same collabs, bro. Crazy. Yeah. But like, man, now the, the album, listening to it many, many times. I went through, I went around it for the last couple of days and just listening. I, I truly, I, I give it, I give it about eight and, eight and a half. I'm, I'm going to have a hot take. Okay. This is his <laughs> worst album. Uh, other than Thank Me Later, if I had to rank them. So what are you rating, though? So Thank Me Later is at the bottom. Still a good album, but I feel like it was his most like corporate album where he was kind of forced to... But I'm like, trying to figure out why. ...take on a style when he was first coming why up. Wasn't, why wasn't it just like the hype that we had on... You know, the hype that you had on... You feel like it was just overhype or... You this feel album? Like, yeah. Because he spent I mean, a long time on it. He's still the most consistent in the game, so it's still a good album. I'm just comparing Drake versus Drake, which mm-hmm. is like, you can't really compare him to anyone else, in my opinion. Yeah. But I just thought there's a lot of songs on this album that I don't care for, which is not usually the case for Drake albums. Yeah. And I, I don't know, maybe he doesn't have that same hunger that he once had. That's probably what I don't, I expect his albums to kind of start getting worse and worse, to be honest. I mean, there's only so, so much you can do in your career, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you really truly think about it. Just like, that's why I always compare so much to LeBron, bro. I mean, LeBron's out here still being a top three player in the, na- in, the in the world. Yeah. And he's 30-some years old. It is a good comparison. It's, it, I truly want to, I feel like it's a really good one because LeBron's still good. He's still out there killing it. But he's breaking past his records. prime. That's how I see past it. Past his prime, yeah. I mean, Drake was at his prime and we would say for sure, uh, thank me later. Not thank me, uh, uh, take care. Take care, yes. Take care was his prime. And if we're being honest, that was around LeBron's prime too. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. When he was with the Heat, so it kind of just all makes sense, though. Yeah. But I mean, I I enjoyed. it. I really did. I, I just the more because I've been listening to it a lot, so I'm just starting to like like it more. And that's just how it is. A lot of albums yeah. grow on you. Handful so of good songs. When I first sure. start, like the first night staying up, we were we we both were just kind of messing each other back and forth, song after song, starting from from the top, and we we're like, oh, we like this, we like this, and yeah. As I'm listening to the songs more and more, I'm starting to like them more. So the album's grown on me. But that night when I went to bed, I was like, I mean, this is, I just was like disappointed. I really yeah. was. But I'm starting to like it more, listening more and more. It's, it's I think it's just because we expect so much from yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. That's why I, I started to tell myself, like, just not to expect so much anymore. That was my yeah. whole thing. I expected shots coming from Drake. Like, I was, I was expecting the, the worst of the worst. And I don't know why, because he, he didn't do that rebuttal in 2018. So. I was just man. He's he's just he all that's been going on with Kanye, right? Yeah, he needs to come out with some some fire. And I think his his whole situation is he's gonna put out, I guess, what he feels like he he wants to put out. And I, I just think consumers are gonna just like it, love it, regardless yeah. of whether it's shots or not. So I'm just like I said, I'm a huge Drake fan. So everything that comes from him, just just much appreciated. Because I mean, he he comes from just shit he talks about. He's, uh, he's relatable. Yeah, like relatable. Yeah, yeah, he's very, very relatable. Uh, and 
I mean, hopefully he's done most of the shit he says. Who knows? <laughs> but. He, know, he knows what's catchy, bro. Yeah. Like that that too sexy song is gonna be playing oh, yeah. in all the bars, oh, yeah. all the clubs. Exactly. And when you first hilarious. hear, it, I don't like, even really like that song. At first but it you will hear, bump, you're though. like, you're like, well, what, is, what am I listening to? You know? And then you're like, I'm too sexy. Have, <laughs> like, it kind of works, y'all. I'm like, damn. Have okay. y'all seen the music video? Oh, bro. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> Kawhi, like that's. that's <laughs> I forgot about Kawhi. <laughs> like that's just Drake, bro. Like bringing that's someone hilarious. like Kawhi into like a Yo, too Ka- sexy video. Kawhi like. would have never been in a Drake video if he never left San Antonio, bro. <laughs> And that's true. <laughs> Maybe it was a good thing. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> you know. that's true. It's crazy, but talking about Drake though. So one of my friends works at a a really really dope hotel in Houston, and Drake was in Houston this past weekend. Yeah, and she actually got the chance to meet him and serve him. And oh, she was telling me, she was like, "Hey, uh, I just served your boy right now." I was like, "What?" She said, "Yeah, he's a dope guy." And I'm like, "Who's my boy?" <laughs> she said, "Drake." I was like, "Stop lying." Basically, she was saying he rented out uh, the penthouse at the at the hotel in Houston, and uh, she was talking to him when when she was serving him and stuff. And she was saying that he was talking shit about Kanye. <laughs> what? And then he was talking about some girl like girls and stuff. Like she said, he was so normal, just like, and he was faded though, hella faded. Hell yeah, <laughs> probably <laughs> just right. sipping some some Virginia. I would have been the same way. <laughs> just released an album. I would have been the same way. Yeah, man. so he's just like he's in Houston over here celebrating. I'm like, man, that's that's tight. a lot of Houston references too. On yeah. this album, that TSU that bro, man loves bro. Houston, bro. That TSU bro just have bombs, man. Yeah, it just, it's that's, like it's that's just, one of the good ones. That song really does bump, like just the flow of it. I, I love it. I mean, I, I, we've been listening to it nonstop, man. People are so hype about the San Antonio <laughs> San Antonio. Yeah, people are so hype. <laughs> Who is that sample? Do y'all know? I don't know. Probably like I, a Houston rapper. Or something. I, have no I wanted. Idea. To, I was looking up the other day. I have no idea. Bro, I don't remember. Man, this is what we got genius.com for, right? Um... <laughs> But yeah, I think that was because I mean you listen to these rap songs or just music in general. Yeah, like I was pointing out earlier, it's just very very underrated when it comes to San Antonio. So when you people from San Antonio hear that reference, it's like oh shit, we made it. (laughs) Even though Drake didn't actually say himself, I know, I know that would have been tight though if he did though. But I mean just just to hear San Antonio, it's like all right, we got got some love, man, in, in Texas. But man, I was just wondering though, bro, like. That girl from TSU, yo, who is she? And yeah. like, was she gonna come out? We're gonna find out. Like, cause man, Drake. Did we'll a never song. know, man. We'll never know. Drake did a song about you. <laughs> I just, talked uh, about the whole life story about that girl. Yeah, but like, if we added up all the chicks he's talked about <laughs> over the years, it's almost like not even significant. I know anymore. it could be anybody at this point. Yeah, it really could. <laughs> I I, uh, I saw a tweet the other day. It was talking about how Drake was. I think he has a song like "Fucking Fans" or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah on yeah. the album. Someone was like, um, was I available when Drake was fucking fans? Like, was <laughs> like, when was this? And I was like, these, these people are wild. I would never delete Twitter, man. No, nah, bro. That's they're, especially, they're especially more excited with this album cover, bro. Yeah, that too. They're yeah. trying to be one of those emojis. <laughs> they're memes, bro. Twitter, Twitter's one app, bro. That, I just go on there just to laugh, bro. I've had this for so long, too. It's better well. never charge. Yeah. <laughs> They got a membership. I I'll give it a. I'll give it a seven point two three. I'm, right, I'm so gonna go with yours. I, I think the eight point five is a good rating. Listen to it a little bit more today. <laughs> no, I, trust me, I, <laughs> bro. I think it's just. I, I was gonna say I was around. There's just too. a lot of misses on it. I just. I'm looking at. The, I'm thinking more of the makes. <laughs> yeah, I, like okay, let's let's. let's I have count. I, one, so, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Those I only liked eight of the songs. I got one, two, Damn, three, four, 21. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So that's like less than half of the songs I'm actually I got I'm actually bumping. Yeah, but that that is just me. No, I, I feel you. I I I like the way he came on. Uh, man, I got so many. Uh, Seven AM on 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 
bridal path you didn't like that that one? one's sick that was a sick one right and to be honest i didn't even like that one because like <laughs> oh add that scene i only really <laughs> i only really heard it if i want to hear it on repeat you know but i i was just ba- i blasted it once and i was like yo let me put that on again man that song that song went hard but yeah man race my mind was good uh Fair dude fire you probably not gonna like the, i know you probably didn't the like intro this. was great in my opinion yeah i like the intro yeah. champagne poetry girls want girls a little baby that's not you didn't like it right i like, I like bro, the, that, I like the, flow. the the melody and stuff that's, but like the, the lyrics are so dumb well i know but still but that's the thing though it's just it's so catchy though like yeah. hit you with that lesbian no, no, no. hit you with that lesbian thing <laughs> right at first he said what did he say he says if you're a lesbian, no, no, I am no, no. too, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, she said she's a lesbian yeah. girl. Bro, me too. You know what's so crazy is like, so I do Uber on the side, right? And uh, that I was bumping the whole album, right? The whole day I was doing Uber, and I picked up these girls on bass, and it was two girls, and it was one who was probably like a dyke. The other one was like a girl. I'm guessing they're either like talking or hanging out because it looked like they were like dating. But bro, I just had it on random shuffle, and you just as soon as they get in the car, bro, like girls want girls. <laughs> Damn, he, he was strategic song, with that bro, one. Bro, that song played in like, in, in like they were kind of just like jamming with it, but in my head, I'm like, dude. He like, knew that pro- was going to be that. They probably thought like I had this. As soon as I saw him, I just played it, yeah. bro. It was on shuffle. <laughs> Fully intentional. <laughs> you he just hear girls on girls, and I'm like, oh, I just bumped it, bro. Yo, I mean, they're cool with it, but. He, he knew what he was doing, bro. That's about to be the lesbian anthem. <laughs> that's what was, bro, it's crazy, though, man. That's what I was going to say is I think that's the anthem now on from lesbians 100%. I, I follow a couple and that's oh, literally yeah. they're posting the that one song bro but i mean i it's just i'm just bumping because it's just i i guess this melody in it just it goes hard it's so yeah. catchy i mean that one's good too so yeah so i would say about half the songs right. are pretty good yeah so bump your 7.2 the like, other half are seven, just yeah. 7.5 no that's that's what makes it a 7.25 to yeah, be honest win. i didn't like that one man i wish i just wish it was more there was, I wish they had like a hook, had no hook, or it was just more just verse, verse, verse. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want, if it was more like, like a YOLO, you know what I'm saying? Like the original, like, yeah, like it felt kind of, felt kind of old school to me. Yeah, it was just like verse, verse, verse. But they, they all came in hard. Little Wayne came in, Rick yeah. Ross came in hard. I just, I didn't really like, I didn't like the production or the beat on that one specifically. Oh, damn, I love the beat. Really? It caught me, bro. It just, as soon as I heard it, I was like, maybe I'm, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll come back next week. <laughs> <laughs> You change your mind. It's like, yeah, bro, it's a 9.5. And this is coming from a Drake stand, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I was going to say is, but so what's your, what's your top album? Like what's on- Of his? Yeah, that you personally like. It's hard to be Take Care for me. But you also- Which is, it's weird because I don't really listen to Take Care that much anymore, but I'm, I'm more so comparing like how I felt when it came out and like how much I was bumping it when it actually dropped. So I'm saying, I was, I was- I was in high school, man. I'm telling you, like, just take care was just Marvin's room. Uh, take care of the song. I think that's the first time I ever heard uh, Kendrick on Buried Alive. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. That was, I don't, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that's the first time I ever heard him. But you, you know, uh, another good one, man. Uh, I, I enjoyed Nothing Was the Same. Nothing yeah. Was the same. That one was really good, too. And those two, like, those two specifically, when I go back to those, I can really shuffle it and, and enjoy every song. Yeah. And I don't think I'll be able to do that with this one, like, years down. Mm-hmm. I won't be shuffling sort of like you put on if you're reading this is too late and it's just that one I love too that's my number three which is surprising yeah that's my number Most two people that's, it goes surprised. from take care nothing was the same if you're reading this are is you too copying late. me I said them in order <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, those, that's crazy. Those, those are my top three but I like all his albums yeah it's always between views and, and take care for me views I, think, views. I think views is uh, yeah it's just different man I can go that one same thing shuffle it and even I think Maybe two years after, I've just like stumbled 
across, I think, Feel No Ways. Mm. That one's a banger. Dude, like that's had, literally one of my favorite Drake songs. I had no idea. What he went, I think it was like a couple minutes into the actual song and he just starts, I guess, uh, rapping. But um, yeah, I didn't discover that one until like two years after and I was just like, fuck. Yeah, that's bro. It's like, like, it's crazy to hear like some songs that you just seem like you just passed through without realizing it. Yeah. And you hear later on, you're like, bro, that's like a really like, really good song. Yeah. Like, so I well, really so liked well. I really liked that phase because he was doing kind of like that Caribbean like yeah, dan- like, dance like you're like style. On, a, on an island like controller and <laughs> yeah. one dance and shit. I loved that that style of music. Yeah, that was a. Uh, how do y'all feel about uh, when he jumped over to like the European uh, type? Oh, music? like UK Drake. Yeah, like the UK Drake. How oh, bro, I this? love UK Drake. That's my favorite, bro. I was hoping to get some of him <laughs> on this album. I yeah, know. me too. You showed me uh, you showed me that freestyle. I remember that a couple of years. Years ago, he has a freestyle on YouTube. It's called Behind Bars. Actually, it's on the yeah. all the music apps now too. Yeah, I've I've heard it. He goes really hard on that, and then he dropped another one called War. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard that one. Uh, no, I don't think I have. There's Behind Bro. Bars. There's another one that he goes hard on that he's just like full full British mode, basically <laughs> like Bro. British drill Drake. He kills remember. it. Yeah, he just co- he go. He's like a different animal. Bro. But like, War is my War goes. It's like, yeah. I, I think I memorized all the words. I don't even know <laughs> what half of them are. It just makes you want to talk like you get. He's got can. so much slang in that <laughs> song. And I don't even know what I'm saying, but it sounds right. <laughs> I was going try to try to rap it right now. <laughs> I think. I, I would, nah, nah. Says, I would. <laughs> Maybe if I had the beat on, you know. Gilbert's <laughs> <laughs> like, here we go, press this button. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, I think his, his style of just jumping into like. <laughs> Gilbert said, like, we, got a, we got a button for that. He's man. like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Just like his different genres, like he did that UK, he jumped over with Bad Bunny, he did MIA. Uh, yeah, and he's just so he's, versatile. Yeah, so versatile. And that's why he's the goat, bro. He's Man. facts. He's our he's our goat. All right. Well, for goat. the listeners who don't care about Drake, they're like, All right, what's next? <laughs> they might have tuned out already, bro. <laughs> nah, but Gilbert. So you know, you're doing your podcast stuff. What what else? are you doing? Anything else right now? For the most part. Nah, just this, and then um, like I said, I kind of my main job is reselling and. Oh, okay. A lot of people hate reselling. Yeah. That's what I do, and that's where my income comes from. Like I said, it's a legit you've business. Been doing that? You've been doing that for about the last year? So when the, uh, when the pandemic hit, like a week after, I think it was a week after spring break, I was working at a car dealership, mm-hmm. and uh, we got furloughed, fired, whatever you want to call it. And I was doing reselling for the past, I'm going to say four years, like 2015, 2016 at that time. And I was just like, you know what, let's go full time. Plus, that's the only thing that I ever knew besides work. Yeah. So I was so... I thought I was so good at it at the time that I was like, hey, let's just jump into it and do full time. And then it kind of just turned into something that I had no idea. Could never imagine. Yeah. So, so you're mostly selling like sneakers? Or yeah. So that's my main focus. But I mean, you'll, you'll catch me selling Xboxes and PS5s Jeez. every so often. Yeah. That's uh, dope. Because I mean, they're, they're still profiting three fifty like on a good day. Uh, on, a, on a bad day, you'll probably get two two fifty. So it's just, there's money there for sure. The only thing I don't like about it is that you have to put a huge upfront, five-ish, like five fifty six, yeah, uh, upfront. Whereas sneakers, it's two twenty, two thirty at most. So it's a little bit of kind of juggling between funds. But yeah, man, it's worth it to, in, in my eyes. So it's, it's paid off too. Dude, that's oh, that's yeah. sick. So yeah, just that, and then kind of just this, and then of course I want to do other things mm-hmm. out there as well. Yeah, just kind of uh, just branding out, and you I definitely mean, want to like. Eventually, would relocate somewhere else? Would you want to? Yeah, man. Because um, are you from San Antonio, or so I, I'm from Corpus, but oh, okay. I, my parents divorced when I was six uh, and moved over here and just lived here ever since. So I was so born. You in, lived the majority of your life here. Yeah, I was raised in San Antonio, yeah. but 
if I had to relocate, it would, it would for sure be in Texas. Texas I, yeah. I wouldn't go anywhere past Texas, um, Houston, Dallas. I would pick Dallas over Houston just because of the whole hurricane situation yeah. like within Dallas. I mean, uh, Houston. Like they get hurricanes every so yeah, often. Yeah, dude, I was just in uh, Dallas this past week. Just let me tell you yeah. now, I would definitely want to live there. I mean, yeah. it's crazy because the, the outskirts Dallas has and just Dallas itself. I mean, it's just so big. Yeah. And the city and the vibe out there, bro, it's, it's I sick, picture man. it kind of bougie. It, yeah, it, yeah, it definitely has some bougie. There's a lot of lot of bougie spots for sure. Yeah, um, but it's just it just seems like there's just so much out there, bro. Yeah, like, it's definitely mainstream to me because mm-hmm. I've been a couple of times and mm-hmm. uh, when I've went, there's just there's just a lot more stuff to do, uh, a lot like more it. restaurants, uh, everything. And is, like the outskirts, it's like you know it's so too. crazy because it's like all the outskirts are probably like 15, 20 minutes apart from each other. But it's like yeah. think about it, that's like that's just us driving from one part yeah. of San Antonio to the other part of San Antonio, you know. So it's like. Yeah, I mean, the, it's just a lot to do over there. I feel like there's a lot more opportunities. I don't know. It just seems like a whole different whole, vibe. Right? Whole vibe, bro. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of conflicted. Like, I want to help build San Antonio up, but I also don't want to waste too much time doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, say theoretically we blow up. Yeah, right. Like, I don't famous. know if we want to just like root ourselves here. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather expand. Tower, the Towers American. <laughs> right. That's the hard thing with this, with, like with my podcast, is because I want to obviously I want to kind of just jump out and kind of reach different people and it's so hard to kind of reach people in Houston because I mean obviously we'll start, I, was, I started with San Antonio first but kind of there's just just the norm is going to Houston, Dallas or yeah. in areas uh, I think COVID is just like a huge thing right now where kind of people are just even now still is is very iffy but it's just hard convincing people to come onto a platform or podcast and kind of become just have a good conversation because mm-hmm. people don't have communication skills. Like I, I was, like I was saying earlier, yeah. I didn't have communication skills. So trying to convince people to get onto a platform and, and talk uh, and, and, say, and talk know, say their story, say what they've been through. You yeah. Know, this, that, Cause yeah. I, man, I'll be honest. I, um, I've had podcasts where I've had to f- not necessarily force, but I had to do more than I usually do with guests mm-hmm. versus when I do have someone that can keep a conversation and kind of know what they're talking about and just have backstory. Cause man, there's like, there's been two or three situations where I'm just like, man, and I can tell too, it's weird. Yeah. Like when I first meet people. When the vibe uh, is off. Right? Yeah. When the vibe is off, like you'll say what's up and they'll just be like, Hey, <laughs> hi. <laughs> it's very short. I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a shitty one. Yeah. It's going to be a shitty one. And I was, great uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, I was, there's a lot of like YouTube videos. Cause man, this is going to sound crazy, but I've done like some research on how to make people more vulnerable, get, get them comfortable and yeah. have them bring out that side of them that. Oh, that's good. They didn't show when, whenever they first showed up and man, it's helped. And it's, uh, I mean, it's been good ever since. And even for me, like when I meet new people and mm-hmm. I meet y'all, like I kind of think of those things and kind of just open myself up towards, towards new people. So it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. There's always going to be though. Like, I know, I remember I was listening to one of your episodes and you were talking about Joe Rogan, how it was, that was kind of an inspiration for you. Yeah. yeah. And I remember I was listening to one of his episodes and he was talking about how even to this day with how big his platform is, he still has those episodes. And like that vibe with certain people he interviews and talks to that you can just tell from the start, it's going to be a bad one. <laughs> so I, I, I can tell too, man, it's yeah. different. And even like not even going into the actual conversation or having a podcast with someone, I would invite someone on and they'll be, they'll straight up tell me like, I'm shy. I've never been on camera. Yeah. I don't think I have what it takes to actually communicate and have a conversation like that. And that's just right off the bat. That's, I mean, it's good that they're aware of themselves and they know that kind of that's, that's their issue with them. But I just think communication skills is definitely need to be worked on just in general with everybody. And that's just coming from someone that didn't have communication (laughs) skills that couldn't talk to somebody, couldn't tell their girlfriend that like what was going on. Cause that's huge whenever it comes to relationship, like communication. 
Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's huge and it's, it plays it's like a, a big part, yeah. bro. And I think that's kind of just where it, it struggled for me too. But man, that's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so we'll get to that later. <laughs> that's when you got to pay 10 bucks a month to listen to this. Hey, we're going to we're gonna have to take some shots before we go in. <laughs> Bottles in the car. How has it been for y'all though? Because I know y'all have done, I mean, y'all coming up on 20 episodes. So what's, uh, what's kind of something that kind of caught, not caught you off guard, but was like, damn, I didn't know this was going to happen whenever doing the whole podcasting thing. I would say, I think from starting from the beginning, uh, I mean, Arthur's had ex- his experience with podcasts way more before me. You know, he was doing his own podcast with his brother-in-law, which was, I was a guest on there on one episode, which was dope. And, um, and I enjoy listening to these guys all the time because I never really ever saw myself doing a podcast. At the time, when that year, when he, when he was doing with his brother-in-laws, they had their own podcast. I was in school initially for a coaching. Well, I was going to school to be a coach. So that's what I wanted to do, and I just never thought I would ever do want to do something like this. It just wasn't really my thing. Even though I love talking to people, I love music, I love this, I love that. But I would listen to his podcast, and I used to just laugh my ass off, bro. These guys were hilarious, and I would like be just driving from Stone Oak over and you know that Stone Oak traffic all the way to yeah. Tranco, <laughs> man. By past Sea World, bro, it's at least almost an hour. Yeah. So I was caught in traffic, and I'll just put on an episode, and I was just crying, bro. And there was times where like I would want to like chime in on the conversation like so i'm listening i'm like man i want to say so i would say this or i would say that you know but so listening to them kind of kind of gave me more motivation to to do this and when you know me and arthur talked about doing it i felt like i just been learning a lot from him you know he's really more confident for sure especially in the very beginning and now like now i'm starting to really get the hang of it because now i can't get him to shut up bro. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just kidding no no, no, he, no he's not so <laughs> but bro i'll tell you right now i think the first like four or five episodes I would have to drink. <laughs> no, dead no, ass. literally, people yeah. Are, yeah. and people would joke about it, but like, I, for being honest, I haven't drank. I don't think since like the fourth or fifth episode. Yeah. But I would. Ha- I just felt like it kind of. I had to relax a little bit. I had to like, you know, like not think so much. And I just that's just what I had to do. I felt like you know, let me let me drink, let me get a little buzz, and and then I'll I'll talk or whatever. But now it's just it's just it's coming a little bit more natural, and I'm I'm getting better. And especially I I changed my whole you know future plans for my career. So I'm still in school, and I. Took a year off to really think, what do I want to do? I really want to go into coaching and teaching and just felt like at the time, maybe I did, but now I'm going into actually radio. That's what I want to do. I'm trying to get in radio and, and get my foot in, in that. So the podcast has just really helped me in that way. Just trying to, like you said, helping my skills, communicating, you know, learning how to interview people, asking different questions and just build my confidence in that way because that's where I want to end up for sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, this is benefiting for sure when, when the time comes and I do come closer to graduating. I can come to these stations and, you know, show them what I have, what I've done and, you know, my skills and this, that. So, but yeah, man, I've learned a lot from Arthur. He's definitely the number one in this. And I'm just, I learned from him. <laughs> I'm just here. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just here for the last. Nah, he, he brings the, most of the comedy. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For me, it's, it's a lot different because um, the editing process is its own, like, whole different ballgame. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I've been editing videos since I was a kid. So I kind of had a little bit of a head start. Because basically editing audio is very similar. You just kind of cut out the video aspect of it. But still, like making it sound, I'm kind of somewhat of a perfectionist. So learning how to make like the equipment aspect, how to edit, the way I want to make it sound, stuff like that. That was, that was a pretty long process of its own. That, that has been like my focus. And then even just being on the mic is just kind of intimidating sometimes for whatever yeah. reason. I don't know what it is, but like you can, you can go, go in confident. But like when you sit down and you're... <laughs> Starting to talk into the mic, and especially with someone you might not be familiar with, yeah, it's just like it's different. It yeah. sounds easy, but it's, it's hard, not. and it's hard to explain unless, yeah, you've been in the in our 
literally in our seats. Like, yeah. And and you do because yeah, there's times where I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be cake, whatever. And you get down to it, that mic's on. You're like, you ready? You're like, <laughs> and then shit, just, I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> there's like more pressure to carry the conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you can get away with like silence in in a regular everyday conversation. <laughs> yeah. When you're on a mic, you're here to record. Like, yeah, there's no. There's you got to no keep it going. Man, another thing is just uh, being an inspiration to people. It trips me out, man. Every time I get a DM, like I say this over and over and I'll continue to say it. Getting a DM from someone that's having mental issues or that's having lack of motivation or just needs like just some type of push. Mm-hmm. It's just so surreal, man. I, I've never thought that I would get or have a platform, even as I wouldn't say it's small because I think it's it's a lot bigger than what I actually say it is. But I, I still like I got one the other day. It was like two days ago. And I, I went to high school with this dude and we have been very, very good friends for a while. And I was just tweeting and he just it, like sent me send me my tweet. And I was I don't remember what I was talking about, but he just said, how do I have positive thoughts? And it's like it's like, damn, like people are actually coming to you to actually figure out how to get positive thoughts because they're not actually they're lacking that. And just to be a resource to people is, man, it's different. It's very, very different. And I think that's where it comes, where motivation comes in, because there's actually people on the outside looking in. And that's where I've, when, when days I don't, because, man, I'll, be, I'll tell you, man, there's days where I don't come, where I don't feel like come podcasting, yeah. or I don't feel like editing the video, or I just don't feel like setting up. And it's just th- that thought of someone reaching out is like, damn, I, I can help them. I mean. Let's let's do it. Yeah. Let's, let's let's set up. Let's let's record. Yeah, even so. though as much as just like man, I don't know, like not today. Kind of like, gives yeah. you that drive though. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's a drive for sure. So that's the huge. That's that's the biggest thing for me, man. It's it's so different. Yeah, yeah. There's been a you know there's been a few people um, reached out to us and they'll message us on on our Instagram and one and it's people that that we've gone to high school with uh, that we might not even know or we probably weren't even like, like close acquaintances. Right? Yeah, yeah. Even, we probably knew of us. We might knew of them, but. That just reach out and literally say, like, we make them laugh and they enjoy it and they want us to keep going and stuff. And I mean, and that just adds up from all the different people. Um, I had a homie that me and him were just sitting down the other day. It was like a, like a couple of weeks ago and we were just talking stuff. And he's like, bro, like, you're really doing this, man. Like, you're really like, have yeah. a, people always can talk this, that. But like, you know, you you started something and you're staying pretty consistent with it. And I mean, just keep keep going. And it's like just hearing that stuff is like it's it's dope because knowing that there's people out there that listen to us and they'll enjoy it. They'll laugh, you know, they'll repost us, they'll, they'll comment, they'll, they'll message us different things, you know, saying how much they enjoyed it. It's just, it's so rewarding. It really is. And it, yeah. it feels good. And it's like, you just want to keep going and just us being us, you know, it's just what we're doing. So. Yeah. There's so much satisf- satisfaction that comes with that. Especially when, for instance, this, this uh, guy that messaged me the other day, like, Hey, how do I have positive thoughts? And then a couple of days later or a month later, he's just like, damn, you told me this. And I went ahead and changed this into my situation and it turned out like this like that is just like i've had that many times and i just blows my mind like yeah. i just i've never thought i would be a resource and yeah. but i mean it's weird that i say that because when coming into podcasts or podcasting and starting one that's what i wanted to do yeah so i just didn't know the feeling of it so that's what kind of caught me off guard whenever reaching this point so it's kind of just this weird and i've noticed i've been following you on twitter for a minute and your, your tweets are pretty like kind of motivating and like good thoughts and stuff like that so where does that come from like did you have any inspiration as far as wanting to tweet that way or because uh, most people will just yeah. tweet bullshit you know what i'm saying yeah uh, i'll be very honest with you man i used to be a shitty person i'll be dead honest with you hmm. i used to do shitty things when i was younger and i think it was it lasted for since i was 15 till my last breakup and it had to do a lot with relationships and 
I just, just selfish, man. And I always thought about myself. And I'll tell you, I was actually thinking about this yesterday. I had a, a rollover accident in 2013, right after graduation. And in that moment, I remember the conversation I was having with my, uh, I don't remember who it was. It was one of my friends for sure. But basically I told him like, hey, it's a, it's a, like a YOLO situation. Like I'm going to do whatever I got to do to, to get whatever I had. And I, I don't care who's going to get in my way. And it went from my family, it went to my relationships. And just that over a 10 year span until recently last year, just, man, you look back on these, these crazy ass experiences you did and the, the, the people you heard. And it was, it was a, it was a time kind of where, maybe. say it again. It was like kind of humbling. Yeah. Well, not, I mean that, but also too, is you've come so far and I just didn't want to be that person for the rest of my life. Yeah, like I had, like, a, it, I mean, it, that it definitely made you realize a lot and maybe realize yeah, that you I, want to uh, be someone different. So the pandemic hit and, uh, that was the first time I, I was ever alone for the last 10 years. So I mm. had been living with my mom. And then when I moved out of my, uh, my mom's apartment or her, our house, uh, I moved in with my girlfriend. So there was always someone next to me. Yeah. So when I moved into my apartment by myself after the breakup, pandemic hit, couldn't go nowhere. It was just all me and this lonely ass two bedroom apartment. And I had, couldn't see my friends, couldn't see my, my, my family, couldn't go out, couldn't eat, couldn't go to the gym. Like my normal routine. The the thoughts that just went. Yeah, man. So I, I, it was, it was a dark time for me. And then I think that's when just everything changed. It's like, my, do I, do I really want to be like this for the rest of my life? Shitty person, man. So that's when I started to figure out how, how can I change my ways, but how can I also change people that actually think like I used to think and then make them a better person. Cause I mean, no one wants to be a shitty person. Like as much as people like to say that all these things that shitty people do that are cool, it's not cool at the end of the day. Like you'll, you'll soon find out that being that way is, is, is terrible. Really man. It'll, it'll catch up to you yeah, too. Yeah. And you, yeah, it usually comes from like a place of hurt or like yeah. things they haven't dealt with. So. Yeah. And that, see, that's the thing too. I had a conversation with, uh, with my ex-girlfriend and she was just asking like why, why the whole situation happened with the breakup. And I think I, I couldn't let go of trauma that my, my, uh, my dad wasn't there when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And then also too, my mom was always working. So I was just like, damn, where's the love from that? Cause she was never home. There would be times where I would, I want to come home to like four or five in the morning. And this was high school days. Yeah. Like I had to be up at seven, eight o'clock and there was no one there to tell me anything. Cause uh, she worked overnight. So mm-hmm. it was just a wild situation where I just could do whatever I wanted to. And it, it just, I just, I just couldn't do it anymore, man. It was, it was hard, but uh, yeah, that's where it comes down from, man. It's just, just training my thoughts and putting energy into something that I know is going to be rewarding at the end of the day, even if no one looks or sees my tweets or mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's there to look back on. So I just, I think at the end of the day, I just want to raise my hand and say, I did my part in, in changing someone's life. So yeah, bro, that's, that's Sick. big, man. That yeah. really is. I like what you said about being alone though. I, I went through that myself some years back. I realized how much I was relying on others. Yeah. For like just my happiness, I guess. And then the moment I didn't have like what I was used to, it was like I went to a really low and dark place. And the reason was I was just always used to having something to fall back on. But like, that's yeah. why there's a clip um, actually from a Joe Rogan episode. This guy named Naval Ravikant. I follow him on Twitter on like every platform. He's like a modern day like philosopher. And he's also, he's like a multimillionaire, probably almost billionaire. Um, he was on there one time and he has this whole segment that's called learning to be alone is a superpower because most people don't know how to be alone. No, man. And that's what changed for me too. Cause the relying part, I was always relying on my girlfriend. I was always relying on my, call my mom up for that support. My friends for that support. I didn't know how to understand my own thoughts. 
because I always would take it to somebody else to kind of vent to them. But when you learn how to talk to yourself or you learn how to, as stupid and simple as it sounds, I wouldn't say stupid, but as simple as it sounds, uh, going to movie theater by yourself, like that's something yeah. I never thought I would be doing, but like actually sitting there enjoying the movie by yourself, yeah. not worrying about whatever, what other people are thinking at you when they see you alone. It's just, it's, it's so, it's, it's, it's different, man. A lot of people don't have that where they can say, hey, I can, uh, I'm aware of what's going on in my life and I can mm -hmm. be alone at these situations, not worrying about what other people think. Yeah, I've it's actually, different. it's crazy because, I mean, Arthur can tell you too. I mean, I've definitely, I've always been the type to just always be with people. You know, I have a lot of different groups of friends who I've stayed close with over the years. I'm blessed for all of them. And I've just always been the type to have people with me, whether if I'm dating somebody or it's just I'm with friends. Yeah. But there are times that, that, you know, I was just telling Karina this other day too, that there's times where I'll just kind of like, wouldn't say, since I'm always so loud and I'm always, always talking and this, that there's times where I just, I'll be quiet in situations and, or I won't respond to friends and it's not, has nothing to do with them. It's just sometimes I truly just want to be alone. I just, I want some time to myself because people might think that like something's going on with me, but it's really just like, everything's okay in my life. Oh, yeah. I'm fine. I just want to be, I just yeah. want some, want some time, some time alone. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I think everyone needs that. And there's times where I'll go eat by myself. No one's caught me yet, but I mean, if they, they do, I'll see what's going on and I just, I like that. I like being alone sometimes, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I enjoy sometimes. I think everyone needs that. I was trying to figure out when's the last time I was alone. And it was like, fucked up, but I'm going to say it. But from my previous girlfriend to my, my remote recent ex was about three months. Yeah. Three months is definitely not enough time to figure out what the fuck you're going to do in the <laughs> next relationship. Like, yeah, that's, like I'll what's be, the next? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll next be straight move? up. Like, that was yeah. no time at all to figure out what you're feeling from the past relationship, yeah. trying to recoup in your thoughts into the next relationship, like three months is nowhere near that. You know what's crazy is I was like that for the past 10 years. And that's why the that's what was so fucked up man. in my head because it so was just- always used to just kind of jumping yeah, from like one thing to yeah, another. Yeah, it yeah. was right after another. And that's the, I'm telling you, man, like when I, when I, I used to, well, I still have them. I just haven't uploaded. Like I think I have five motivational reels mm -hmm. that I just haven't uploaded that have been in the vault for like a month or two. Yeah. But I, there was a maybe about three or four month period that I was just putting out reels, 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 and it was motivational. But the reason I was doing that is to let people know like, hey, I've been through what I've been through. I've peeked behind the curtain. I've seen things that most people won't see. I've done things that people can't even fathom to do. Like, I'm, this is coming from experience. I'm not just talking out of my ass. Like, this is, and it's weird when people say, because people will come in the DMs and be like, damn, you're preaching. Like, appreciate this and i'm just like nah it's not preaching like this is just coming from the heart it's just it is what it is and i just want to tell my experiences just so i can change people's ways because it's different man when when you're um when you live like that for so long and people know you one way they don't think that you can change and i've met so many people whether if it's friends whether if it's acquaintances from high school that think i'm the same person that i used to be because i always used to do the dumbest shit ever yeah it's not like that anymore man like that's why i don't go out anymore that's another, I have a reel talking about that too, where I just, or not a reel, but um, my last podcast uh, was with uh, a friend of mine named Stephanie. And we got into the conversation about why I don't go out anymore. And that's the reason why, like, I'm not putting on a showcase for anybody. I just, I'm not that type of person. That's not you no more, like, yeah. The only way I'll go out is if it's with my friends. And that's very, very hard for me to do. Like, it has some convincing to do, but <laughs> no, it's- that's, uh, that's, that's true. Yeah. I mean, Arthur, I was pretty similar, I would say as well. I mean, Arthur- 
Well, that's right. He'll go out every now and then, right? I yeah. mean, it's not really your thing. You're really yeah, I hate there. going out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we we got to convince. We'll convince. There's so much energy that goes yeah. into it, bro. Like that yeah. day, the next day, maybe the day after. <laughs> like there's a three-day period where if you're drinking, nah, man. And that's so, what I talked about. It's so crazy. Yeah, bro. that's what I talked about. The day after, Drinking's but, really crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's. I think, bro, you know what I was thinking? So I don't know if you did, but I'm sure maybe in high school, did you, you party drink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we we did too, and, and that's what I was thinking, and I was telling Karina too that I don't know what it is, but bro, I think it's just we just started so young and so early. We're just like right, like because I got I feel like I got it out of my system. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. bro, now I think just, about it, like we would pretty much get drunk almost every weekend. That yeah. sounds bad. It sounds bad, especially like to know like yeah, we we're 16, 17, 18 years old, like just drinking on the weekends, and it's oh, yeah. like thinking and then about going it, to fucking school on Monday, like. <laughs> Probably Insane. still hungover. Yes. Probably like affecting your mental. Yes. Like, <laughs> trying to do homework and shit. <laughs> but I can tell you right now, bro. I used to love Fridays because I'm like, bro, we're going to some party tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's that was what, a, that was a I fun. I really look forward to it. But but thinking about it though, uh, the person who follows the rules, yeah, they start at 21. So usually 20. You know, we just started hella three, four years earlier. That's why I feel like we're just so. Dude, it takes what do you a mean, lot. we, man? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I was telling man, still going out. I was telling all the time. Karina, dude. It, it's I'm already to the point where it hurts me. All right, physically, but you still <laughs> physically. No, I don't go out. I cannot go out back to back nights anymore. I, I can't. Yeah, we were having. I have this conversation. Uh, this group chat with my friends. There's like eight of them, but we're having this conversation about Vegas, and the point came up was like, dude, we're reaching 30 like i don't think we can we can do some of the things we used to do like yo and, we're turning into the hangover yeah man. literally like the i'm telling you the energy it takes to actually drink and the next day like you wake up you feel like shit and it doesn't Bro, okay. it lasts to like five seven o'clock in the next day it's it's you waste your day in vegas and you're paying all this crazy ass money yeah. for the hotel or wherever you're staying but yeah man you put it into uh like you what you said about starting early i remember vividly like 16 17 years old we would always have parties in my house my mom was wild she was one of the the people that kind of she was kind uh, of cool like y'all like well she out. would party with she, us yeah she would, yeah, she would, yeah. She would party and drink with us yeah it was it was weird at first but then yeah. when we started getting into it, it was it was cool it was like everyone was pretty tight with yeah you. everybody was pretty tight it was it was just weird seeing like 35 year olds on the other side of the room doing their thing and <laughs> and like 16, 17 year olds on the other side. It was it was weird, but we kind of got it's used to it. It's a crazy BP tournament, like you know what I'm saying. But that's what <laughs> that's where uh, like I started so early when it came to like end of the graduation uh, for me, like 2017. I just didn't have the root for it anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I just didn't have the energy. Yeah. Didn't want to do it. Didn't want to feel like shit. Like I think what played a big part. We just we put so much four locals in our bodies <laughs> that's that's just what did it man we we're still never, trying to sweat it out <laughs> we should have never put that damn poison in us hey, fun fact i've never had a four loco i've never had one man people say that they're the worst bro, and i think that's why i haven't tried well, it they, i mean bro they cost like two two fifty let me tell you bro and, and 17 year old me loved them because they were like a few bucks yeah at I, the gas station and all you needed was really one yeah we would get two from maybe one Friday night, and then maybe the one Saturday. We <laughs> that would, that that would be our Saturday time. drink. <laughs> so. I used to, uh, I used to drink MDs. Oh, oh MD twenty twenty. So, yeah, I used to drink those. Those are pretty bad too. Bro, the but red one. I think oh. I've never. Yeah, I've never been like, oh fuck, I let me go get a, a four loco from the convenience store. Like, yeah, no, that's not yeah, me. Yeah. That's all, man. Yeah, that's like what we had for so long. And my mom would give me like ten bucks that lasted two four locos. 
maybe a McDonald's at the end of the night. <laughs> and shit, I was good. <laughs> that's how that's how I got drunk on the weekends in, in high school, bro. I don't know how he did it. There was a convenience store on the south side uh, where I used to stay by. And I don't know, maybe it was the way I looked or how tall I was, but I was 16, 17, and he would let me buy alcohol. <laughs> that's like, nothing. <laughs> like, he would just, like, I'm taking, like, two or three cases, um, <laughs> and it was just wild. And I think that's where some of our beer came, or just alcohol in general came from. But it was uh yeah, it was wild to to see like me still in high school coming Bro. out with alcohol and going into these parties and they're like, How the fuck did you get that? Like we had so much trouble getting all this alcohol. Like you just come in here with ease. And, <laughs> Yo, we, just, would, we would just send this dude in with this fake ID. <laughs> oh, you had a fake ID. Bro, so get this. Yo, this it started off. I was 16. You had the McLovin, bro. I was 16. <laughs> just had one first name. <laughs> bro, I was 16 and I had my bro. Me and my bro look pretty similar. So um, he had his his ID. My brother was already twenty one, and I remember um, I had I had his, so I would use his. And I was like six, seven, sixteen, seventeen, and I would go to this one gas station. It was called an Express. That's all it was called. I don't know <laughs> shittiest gas station you ever go to. Yeah. It's just called Express. We're like, all right, we gotta go. I can't go to Valero. Like, let me go to this. Just walked in one day, showed the guy the ID. He never asked for it again. Yeah. Every time I go to that gas station, he would just say what's up, whatever, and I walk out with beer, bro. It got to the point where. There was different groups of people like, hey, can you give me some beer? Like this, that. I'm like, well, you're going to pick me up and you're going to throw me like 10 bucks. So yeah. I'm down. I was with it. And I started doing that for all kinds of people, bro. I was just get, get them beer. I was the plug from like the very beginning. And then we had a homie who was doing like fake IDs. And at that point, we all started getting them, bro. And at, it just was crazy. Yo, we were dead ass in science class taking their picture <laughs> against the whiteboard. Had, yeah. It was just, just it a was, background. It was like the, the movie accepted, bro. Like they were all in order. And I was just. <laughs> I asked our teacher to put the projector down, yeah. and I'm just taking pictures on my phone, bro. And everyone had a fake ID, bro. It was crazy. I don't think I'm trying. I don't think I've ever had one. I don't think any of our any of my yeah. friends had the need because I used to get beer, and then my mom was kind of the biggest plug because yeah. she was so cool. And I think one of my other buddies, his mom too, as well. Like they would go and get like four or five bottles, and then I would come with a beer, and then there was that was a night for the whole party. Yeah, that's all you needed. For so sure. it was just so easy. I don't think. Yeah, fucking yeah we really didn't really need them because we didn't really go out to like 21 like 21 and up spots but it was just it was cool to have it and like i'm like man i'm 21 and you're like 17 18 years old I was like <laughs> i remember i went to new orleans bro and yeah it worked everywhere in new orleans bro it was crazy yeah, those, those like, ids man. used to work but man, good good times i don't know i don't know man i can't believe we are once we're already pushing 30 i'm i'm already i'm already scared so yeah me too man <laughs> yeah we could probably wrap it any final thoughts Nah, man, I appreciate y'all having me on this platform, bro. It's uh, it's pretty cool to actually come onto a platform and say what I had to say and just y'all even having me on there, especially since you're here in the actual studio. It's pretty cool to have someone yeah, some, someone come over and record. But Definitely love your spot and we yeah. love uh, chatting up with you and talking about your podcast, your experiences, everything you've been through. And I mean, definitely really motivating, you know, what you're doing and you just got to keep it going, bro. Yeah. We'll see you at the top, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. See you at the end of this. Yeah, yeah. Putting San Antonio on the map. So shit, it's it's been a good time. Yep. Anything thirty? Good. Nah. I got a question. Why do you call yourself (laughs) thirty? I'm glad you asked him that, brother. Yo, it's been a nickname since I was like fourteen. Holy shit! So it's been a while. Basically, it stems from my actual name, which is Arthur D. Like my last name starts with D. Okay. So then it turned into R30, which was just a different way of like rearranging it. Okay. Okay. And then I got rid of the R. It's 30. It's still, it's still R30 or, technically. But, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But like on Instagram, on Instagram, I got the 30 username. Yeah, yeah. You just need to go, to the, you just need to go get that, 
legal. Like, so just anywhere, <laughs> anywhere my username can be 30, that's just what I rock with. And then some of my friends call me that. So. 30, 30 Dominguez. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, but I like, I'll play games sometimes, like online games. And those people are always tell me, are you 30 years old? Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. That's what they always think. <laughs> no, I just figured I'd ask you. That's a pretty cool, like, at name. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't I've never seen, or I have, but not a lot of people have numbers or just like the new work. Yeah, I remember same. when I, I would call him that. I would call him 30. This was like 2011. And I wanted to be like Drake, and Drake had 40. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> kind of just threw out the 30. But uh, yeah. yeah, it kind of stuck. stuck, stuck. It would, I used to play soccer too, and it worked out so well because I was never number 30 on my jersey. But the whole team would be calling me 30. Oh, but they, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it would confuse the shit out of the other team. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I feel that. It way. worked out, man. It's crazy. All right, man. Well, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real. Fun. Thoughts. And players. Out.